2: Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. This episode is brought to you by our patrons like James Spangler, who support the show on a monthly basis. Join the club and get bonus patron-only bonus stories and content. It's bonus stuff. Sign up today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. Good evening. This is Reverend Bob. And I have found the cleanest show I've ever Laid eyes upon Did I just hear the F word someone said fart. Turn that off Hey This is that story show people <laughs> You're watching Hey he who's cooking pizza I turned into a bat I flew it in a sweet
3: I <was> <laughs> I left her some junk.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hey, podcast people, this is That Story Show, where we're telling hilarious real-life stories and inviting you to do the same. This is episode 354, brought to you the week of September 10th, 2020. I'm your host. My name is James Kennison. Guess what? My good friend is here. Hey. Hey. I didn't know there
3: was any more to that, but (laughs) James, I want to (laughs) tell you something. What? (laughs) I have a thorough knowledge of the busyness of a one-letter gate. (laughs) one-legged I can't even say a stupid
2: (laughs) never mind no let me try it again hold on I'm your host my name is James Kennison and my good friend is here
3: hey hey James this is John and I have a thorough knowledge of the busyness of a one-legged man in a butt-kicking contest
2: (laughs) 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 it was worth it it paid (laughs) off in the end (laughs) Ouch. I was surprised oh, no. you didn't screw it up the second time. <laughs> I was about ready to. That's that a, a long l- intro. That was a long one. <laughs>
3: I used to have a boss that would say that. Yeah. We're busy. It, it seems like whenever you're working in IT, that's how busy you are. Busier than a one-legged man and a butt kicking.
2: You know, it's that. because you do stuff that nobody else knows how to do. And you're the only one that can fix it. And that's really? why. Hmm. So you're like everyone's savior. You're like the Jesus Christ of technology.
3: <laughs> that's a lofty, uh, that's a lofty. Oh, It's true. There. They're
2: constantly calling on you because you're the only one that can heal their infirmities.
3: Oh man. Just lay your hands upon our keyboard.
2: Let's just hope they don't want to ever, you know, uh, crucify you. That would not Man. be well, good. Well,
3: just wait till the network goes down, because that's when it'll happen. That's
2: when it's happening. They're going <laughs> to string you up. It's going to happen. Give us Barabbas! <laughs> Crucify him! <laughs> I hope I,
3: I wasn't blasphemous in that. I, I, I,
2: I, I don't think so, but I'm not the one you have to impress. You know, I'm not going to be the one up there saying, you know, let John over with that one. That was okay. But I don't know. <laughs> I, might, I might be up there whispering in his ear saying... <laughs> I can't uh, believe he said that. Yeah. Can that you- was pretty bad what he said in that podcast that one time. <laughs> All right. We always like to open with a story. This one's called Stupid Bench, and and it may go down in history. Uh it's by Evan. Okay. He says, I love the podcast. I'm not sure this story is fit for it, though. I'm not either, but we're gonna we're um, gonna go for it anyway.
3: The Me- way you said stupid bench, I'm I'm a little worried.
2: <laughs> Many years ago. I was freshly married and I'd moved into an old house that my new wife was living in. Our bedroom in this old house was in a converted attic up a narrow flight of stairs and down a short hallway. So, you know, it's just mm. like old timey. The, yeah. the, the light switch for the attic was in the bedroom and this left the stairs and hallway perpetually dark. It was in this dark hallway that my wife decided to place her old childhood desk. The desk had a bench that came up to about mid-shin, <laughs> and several times I knocked my shin on it before I was able to reach the light switch. I, I, I lose my temper one day and said loudly, you're stupid bench. <laughs> 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 my wife. Downstairs at the time, thought I had called her a naughty word. Oh man! And was wondering what sort of man she had married. You, your stupid bitch. No, I didn't say that. Unfortunately, she or fortunately, she believed my story because otherwise I might have been murdered. (laughs) Yeah. Hope you liked my story, Evan.
3: Oh man, stupid bench falls uh along with those words like tough shed. Yeah, and, and big um, gas grill. Big yeah. gas grill.
2: <laughs> Could you imagine though, being down there, being the woman and hearing that coming down the hallway? <laughs> yeah. What did you just say to me?
3: Oh my oh. goodness. Yeah. I would have been I would have been dead before the last syllable left my <laughs> mouth
2: it have been something sharp. <laughs> you better sweep those words back in your mouth, son. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> so Evan, I'm glad you're alive, man. That was that was a close one. That yeah. was a close one. And hopefully you renamed that that bench. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's hard to say it right. I know. I feel like
3: I'm being naughty now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway, on the stupid bench stupid bench uh yeah you try, don't say that at a sporting event you know no, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> don't yell that out the bench is here it's just the benches we're talking about They're, they're yeah. everywhere hey, <laughs> hate these stupid benches <laughs> all the moms start freaking out and looking at you laser eyes through your scalp oh man yeah Uh, not good watch out for those benches i'll get you and all you middle schoolers don't use this
3: as an excuse to say benches in class
2: yes yeah virtual class or otherwise so yeah
3: you don't yeah don't do it
2: all right let's do some uh, weekly rewinds To the to the yeah. All right, so um, I don't know if you guys do this, but I, we learned about this from some friends, and it's called the Jeep Jab. Have you ever heard of it? Yeah. No. No. Okay, so what it is, if you see a Jeep Wrangler and before everybody else, you get to jab somebody in the ribs. Huh? and and so it's you just see it and you point it out and you say jeep jab and pull you just get them well yeah needless to say my wife hates this game
3: (laughs) oh i bet it's like punch buggy whenever you see a a Volkswagen Beetle yeah Yeah.
2: so uh, my my,
3: obliterates nicer
2: (laughs) my my son and i we play it constantly and I'll get him the first couple of times, but then when I'm on the highway, he just nailing me because I can't watch mm, the road right. and You're driving. And yeah. He, he just he just tears me up. Well, at first my wife thought it would be fun to just start doing all Jeeps. Like all makes and models of Jeeps. She could punch me. But then the <laughs> other day she she one upped herself and she made me laugh so hard. She I'm like, Jeep Jap, and I got her. And she goes, well, Nissan nudge, and she elbows me <laughs> in the ribs, and then she goes, "Oh, Honda hit," and she slaps me on the arm. <laughs> and she got—I kid you not—she wasn't done yet. She said, "Toyota tap," and she flicked me with her with her fingers. Ooh, and I was dying. You can't stop with she, that. I mean- she was. She went on three more than I thought she would. So the Nissan nudge, the Honda hit, and the to- Toyota tap—I got I got beat up that day
3: we can add more to this because you got the Ford flick. <laughs> and so you, you can flick them with the Ford.
2: Uh. And, uh,
3: and the, I can't even think of anything. Yeah,
2: it's hard to do, but she came up with three of them like that. Brilliant. boom, 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 <laughs> while she was nailing me, man, just beating me up. It was great.
3: I probably was thinking about that for
2: a little while. Do you think? I don't know, man. She she's a rare one like that. Just once in a while, mm-hmm. she'll just she'll just blow you away with with something like that. <laughs> Nissan think, Nudge. I think it was right off the top of her head. Nissan Nudge. <laughs> Honda Hit. Toyota tap. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, no more Jeep Jabs. But no if you more. if you haven't heard of Jeep Jab, it's a fun game and you should play it with your family and just don't tell them about it. Just start doing it, <laughs> dads. Yeah, there you go. That's, or, a, that's it or moms or childrens, whichever's you happens to be. Jeep um, Jab. Yeah, just start the Jeep Jab today. It's you supposed to be a
3: Wrangler. Huh? Supposed
2: to be the yeah yeah the. the the Jeep Wrangler look, uh but um honestly, I think it could be for any Jeep. Yeah. Any Ooh, Jeep I got one for Tesla.
3: The Tesla touch.
2: Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, you made it weird. Touch. You made it weird. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine you, you lick your finger and wipe it across the back of someone's earlobe. With the Tesla touch. That's the touch. There you go. Tesla touch. No. <laughs> no.
3: Anything you think that rhymes with lick?
2: Ugh. <laughs> uh,
3: there's no cars that start with an L, I don't think.
2: No. Thank God. Thank God. So, what's been Shubby going heavy. on in your week there, John? Oh, Jan? James,
3: James, you know, sometimes working this, uh, this IT world that we, that I live in, yeah. and media and all the other fun stuff. It, it calls on me to work late nights. And, and last night was one of those nights. Now, you know, Wednesday is a church night, so there's church duties mixed in with that. But I was here kind of late. I was here until about 10 last night. And, um, I was trying to get these printers installed on these computers and just having a fantastic time with it i bet already kind of frustrated and lights were going out all over the place because you know it's 10 o'clock and
2: oh the sensors are they sensor lights i hate those things man yeah
3: yeah they're i mean they're nice because they they wake up when you walk past them
2: right but when they're in the bathroom it's (laughs) bad
3: (laughs) yeah it is especially if you've been there longer than 10 minutes yep as it gets dark, it gets darker
2: <laughs> than Hades is what it does. <laughs> it's so dark you can't see your hand in front of your face, but anyway, I don't know
3: what kind of bathroom you uh well, actually, we don't have any windows in our bathrooms either, so yes, it does get pretty dark, yeah, good for sleeping, but not good for pooping um but uh you know you know how being in a church when when you're the only one and it's dark, it's, it's creepy. creepy, yeah. yeah. Well, so, you know, I already kind of set on edge because rooms are dark and you're walking through. My mom told
2: me that when the Christians left the church, the demons came in. (laughs) I don't know why in the world she told a six-year-old that, but I believed (laughs) it with all of my heart. And I thought, man, we got to get out of here. I do not want to be the last one in church because you you kind of imagine that as people are leaving... That de- demons are, are slipping in, filling yeah. in the empty spaces. You know, man. So anyway, so it
3: was, if you were there by yourself, it's you with all the rest of the demons. So
2: on. I'm I'm 47, yeah. but I still have more than my share <laughs> of fear about empty churches. It's
3: I. It doesn't bother me as much as it does some of my coworkers. Um, and, and it's funny because, you know, this is a discussion that we've had before being in, at, at the church late at night. I've spent the night here before a couple times, actually. Um, <laughs> with and,
2: the demons.
3: <laughs> it didn't bother me so much. But hmm. but for some reason last night, it was kind of like, OK, I got to get out of here. Like I knew I needed to be home. And um I was trying to get into a room that my key wasn't working on. And so I was messing with this door. It's like, oh, and I was getting frustrated. And I. I paused for a moment it got i i got quiet you know i wasn't messing with the door and i heard voices (laughs) in in one of the rooms and and i was like this this isn't good (laughs) because there's nobody here and these are you know kindergarten rooms so they're all closed up and quiet and so i walked down to inspect what what it was and I get next to the door and I hear these kids voices and oh, no. back and forth oh, no, no. and I couldn't quite make out the words that they were saying but I realized there was no light on in the room and his no. voices are going you know it's kind of creepy anyway ah. little kid voices and then I hear this low voice and it's like, you know how it is when you're listening to somebody talk it's, through a it's wall. It's
2: two kids talking to the <laughs> devil. Yeah, his low voice. It was it was an adult
3: male voice talking <laughs> back to the kids, and then and then I heard some music start playing. Oh, and then I realized this teacher had apparently left a video or something Uh-oh. running, and it it just kicked in, or YouTube was playing, or something. I was like, it, you know, I had to you know check myself. And then I thought, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to turn it off. And then I started to get my key ready. I was like, uh-huh. I'm not going to go in there and turn that off because it's creepy already. And if I open <laughs> that door and I see one of those little kindergarten toys staring at me, I'm going to lose it. So or, just, or if there's no video uh, playing. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see any lights flickering under the door, so I just decided to call it a night.
2: Just like, let the demons have their do. Let them have their fun. Well we won't go in there and tempt anybody today. We're not feeling real so, spiritual. I'm not feeling yeah, like an overcomer today. we'll We'll just wait on that one. You gotta know <laughs> when to run. <laughs> and that's what I did.
3: I just um, left
2: it. It's like the this guy he's a Christian guy that that's on this radio show. And uh, they were talking, he he's the only Christian on the radio show, but they were talking about spirits and stuff. And they're asking him, they're like, you know, don't you believe in demons and things like that? And he's like, yeah, absolutely. But they're still creepy. Still, <laughs> <laughs> still <laughs> scary. <laughs> so, I ain't going to play around with them. No, no. Uh, I I might, yeah, yeah. Not really going to do that. So. Well, I'm glad that you survived and I and I would I would have uh I would have left a mess on the floor, to be honest. <laughs> so uh yeah, yeah. So I'm glad it was it you and not me.
3: Yeah, well, it would have been fun if we were both there. Maybe I should check the security cameras to see what I actually wound up Ugh. doing cuz uh <laughs> see some shadowy figures go into that room before I walk down that hall.
2: Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Anyway, we got to thank some patrons. Uh, <laughs> patron San Shen edited her pledge from $2 to $5 a month. Wow. So that's Thanks. huge. We love that. And Aaron Wright became a patron this month <gasps> at $5 a month. And we thank him so much. you. can you. become a patron, too, if you go over to com slash show. And uh, sign right on up and you are supporting the show and it's awesome. So, you know, if you want no pressure yeah. or anything, no we, no we, pressure, we, just we, mention it 15 times a week. Yeah.
3: So we do have a shrine set up with all of our patrons in it. We'd light candles for them and send blessings their way.
2: Yeah. That's what <laughs> we do. We don't burn little effigies of you or anything like that. No,
3: it's, no, no candles it's supposed to it's,
2: be it's tasteful it's it's, it's tasteful. a little asian nice scented candle anyway we got some itunes reviews brought to you by my podcast reviews.com um you should go check them out uh five stars says every other name was taken i love the usernames <laughs> that's good i love this podcast so much i started all the way from the beginning on Whoa. episode on episode 36 at the moment And I can't say much because I've only heard half of a current episode. So the guy listened to half of a current episode and then decided to go back to the beginning. He says, but you guys are really funny. And then he says, but maybe you were, who knows, who knows if you were (laughs) or not he maybe he, we don't know we don't Haven't know got there yet got there. He, he gave us half a chance to be funny and now he went back to the old days well <laughs> you'll have to tell us when you catch up do are we are we improving or are we are we going downhill i don't know yeah you
3: gotta let us know <laughs> make it snappy you know you only got 500 something episodes there.
2: yeah spider girl 57 says you're a quarantine lifesaver this is an amazing show there are definitely some every every one, 10 and up moments. But oh. yeah, <laughs> like, like the <laughs> stupid def- bench. <laughs> stupid bench. That's, that's, that's definitely. rated E for everyone, 10 and up. Yeah. <laughs> Mom, what does that mean? I don't know, honey. But James's humor and sarcasm makes my day. And John's voices <laughs> and fart humor and cinnamon rollness always Wait, brings a that? smile to my face. What the heck is that? What does a cinnamon roll this mean? You're like a yummy cinnamon roll to somebody, dude. Oh, <laughs> that's cool. It, before it was just, you had a voice that could put, put on a sleep story. Now, now you're a cinnamon roll. How I do you feel about that?
3: Cinnamon roll boy. I feel very pastry like uh, perhaps a donut.
2: You, you're like somebody wants to bite into you and, and just <laughs> savor you. Ah. Uh. I don't know. He's sweet so and gooey and cinnamony. Ugh! I'm glad I'm not. I'm glad it's you and not me. I wouldn't know how to respond to that. I would I, really I wouldn't like, know what that means. I would change things about myself <laughs> to, to become more like like a donut or uh, i want to
3: start wearing pink.
2: <laughs> something I would want to be a tootsie roll. That that <laughs> that would be the closest thing. But anyway, this show was a lifesaver during quarantine. When there was almost nothing to do and nowhere to go, listening gave me both something to do and something to laugh about. If I could rate it more than five stars, I would. Good job, James and John, on creating such a fun show each week, Spider Girl 57. Thank you so much for that. That was awesome. Yes, thank you. Um, This episode of That Story Show is sponsored in part by another great podcast called the Earth Oddity Podcast. In recorded history, many people have pushed the boundaries. Julius Caesar crossed the Rubicon. Martin Luther nailed his 95 thesis to the door of the Wittenbergs Castle Church. Lewis and Clark explored the West. Kirk Cameron starred in a TV show with a guy named Boner. And Steve Jobs forced engineers to put his record collection onto his phone. Just like those great visionaries, the Earth Oddity podcast is still pushing boundaries today. Can Christians be funny? Can comedy be clean? Can two dads give an honest take on this week's odd news from around the globe? At what point will their local Baptist church kick them out for making edgy jokes about Baptists? That's what the world is trying to find out on each and every episode of Earth Oddity. Earth Oddity podcast was voted number one podcast in America by the mom of one of the hosts. And it was also voted the 100 millionth worst podcast by the wife of one of the hosts. So join Tiny and John on Earth Oddity Podcast to get a unique view on all the oddity that occurs on planet Earth, available on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever podcasts are available. Thank you so much, Earth Oddity, for sponsoring this episode. And you guys go check them out, all right? That would be really awesome. Now let's do uh, some, get, let's do some stories. Yeah. Is there to to story? I'm, I'm sorry, John, I cut you off. What were you going to say? Wow. Well, I, I, it probably wasn't appropriate because that was a
3: sponsorship. Thing, but haven't we talked to one of the guys? From yeah, the yeah. we, we it had
2: fun? tiny yeah. on, uh, the, 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 they just decided they wanted to advertise on the show. So That's yeah. Awesome. So we gave them a shot to be on the show, and then they wanted to kind of bless us back by throwing us a few bucks and saying, hey, you know, talk about the show a little bit. So we're like, okay, we'll do it. So we did it. So there we go.
0: The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what Hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials.
1: And here's the best part your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to trylifemd.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at try That's trylifemd.com. That's T R Y L I F E M um, D.com.
2: Anyway, it's time for some stories, and this one definitely falls into the realm of old school, middle school drama. Um, uh, um, Dang it! Uh,
1: move out of the way, stupid. Um,
2: hi this is aj um known as the crush killer sister i'm a middle schooler but sadly i wasn't when this happened lols so it was a hot summer day and me and my mom and my brother and my mom's friend katie were on a road trip and since it was a road trip i got a special treat for a six-year-old at least blue gatorade i was enjoying my gatorade when i decided i need to go to the bathroom poop so (laughs) that's what it says so we stopped at a gas station and me and Katie went to use the gas station bathroom. At the time, we were, only, we were the only two people in that bathroom. And this is when the Gatorade came in. I finished using the bathroom and looked up what was going on in the toilet. And I exclaimed, Miss Katie, my poop is green. <laughs> and when I walked out of the bathroom stall to go wash my hands, and found a line of people were in the bathroom waiting, which means that all of them heard what I said. And I was freaking out, but I had to wash my hands, duh. So I washed my hands and then ran out to the car to tell my mom and brother what had happened. Sincerely, Addison, the crush killer sister. The crush killer sister. That's been today's middle school drama. Um, uh, um, uh, move out of the way, stupid. Um Yeah. So, does Gatorade turn your poop green or what? It's, it's like the
3: blue dye for some reason does that.
2: It is a known fact, huh? Yeah. Um, yeah. I
3: mean, I remember I used to down the blue, uh, the ices, the blue ices. Yeah. Or the slush puppies. I don't, it wasn't, it, what it doesn't matter. And I was like, one day that happened to me. I was like, what in the world's going on? Goodness. And my mom, who's a nurse, knows everything. I, I, to mom, I think something's wrong. I think I gotta go to the doctor. She's like, Why? Says, my poop is my, green. my
2: poop is turning into the Hulk.
3: Why has this happened to me? And she said, Oh, it's probably just something you ate.
2: <laughs> and she was right. Wow. Wow. I know in other countries people like to inspect their poop. They have oh. they 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 do. They have toilets that when you poop it lands on the porcelain instead of in the water. And they think we're gross because we don't do that really yeah ah. somebody that's listening to this podcast you're over in europe and you know what i'm talking about but you may not know but in america all of our poop lands in water
3: just go yeah and
2: that's and sometimes it splashes up and touches you <laughs> <laughs> and that's what uh foreigners think is really gross about us and so the splashback
3: yeah that yeah. is a it's not very pleasant, no it's been a while since that's happened to me, I
2: but there's a way you. to keep that from happening i I saw it on YouTube smarter, smarter every day yeah, yes, you, you just lay down paper uh, toilet paper across the top of the floating water and it breaks the surface tension, and mm-hmm. that way your poop log can slide in <laughs> gently at least the first one he doesn't talk about any concurrent poop logs but At least least the first one can make it in splash free. Oh, man. It's just another service that we bring to you here on the show.
1: (laughs) Yeah,
2: the more you know. (laughs) Oh, poop logs. I just, (laughs) I don't know about that word. <laughs> I mean, I know I'm known for fart jokes, but poop logs, poop logs. It's just like something my sister Amy would have said back in the day. Right. She used to be on the show. She would say poop logs. Anyway, poop logs. read us a story, John, if you would. Okay.
3: This comes to us from Timothy. S- yeah, Sing and Sing and troh- singing and singing singing Stroh- shows st- True. Is it? It could be different. It could be singen true singen true Yeah. That's yeah. true. I like that one. Whatever go it is, it's
2: Timothy. strange and
3: unique. It is. I'm not going to spell it for you because he, he he lets us know he's also from Oroville, Ohio. So if there's any stalkers out yeah, there. Yeah.
2: That's a pretty specific last name.
3: We don't yeah, want, we don't want you locating him. We're going to protect you a little bit. A little
2: bit. All right. This Tim. is BP. I,
3: I wanted to tell you a story about a time when I was a camp counselor back when I was in college. I was on a break from my cabin of great kids and needed to not go potty, but go to the restroom.
2: Thank you, thank you. That's you know, a callback. It's a callback to the potty episode last week, or the week before that, actually. Sorry,
3: I'll need to go to the potty.
2: I'm going Daddy. to the potty with my mommy.
3: <laughs> right. I was at a urinal, and a camper came in and stood at in at the urinal next to me. Apparently, that camper did not know there's etiquette.
2: Yeah. It, it, kids don't care about that stuff dude they don't even know how to use urinals properly the kids if they're young enough they'll they'll drop trowel right there at the urinal and their hiney shining for everybody to see that's and that's a terrible thing to be standing next to man. you want to slide over one and just let the, the you know and try to crimp it off real quick and let it go back again but (laughs) <laughs> sometimes you can't if there's only two, you know, you got to do what you got to do. I would assume in this situation, there was two of them and that was it.
3: Yeah. There's just two there. And because you know, it's, 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 it's camp. So, you know, the bathroom's probably not air conditioned and anyways. So it, he was standing at the urinal and, um, kid came in next to him and, uh, now for now, I should say that for some reason, there was no divider between the urnals. Yeah. And that's important to this story. I, I knew the camper, so I struck up a conversation with him while we were doing our business. You know, like, how are you doing? How are you enjoying camp? All that type of stuff. And suddenly, a bleat. <laughs> suddenly. A blee. <laughs> ble- a blee. Ble- Ivan. Even- <laughs> what's a bleat? I say. Suddenly, a bee. Flew into the restroom by way of an open window and started flying around this camper. And when he realized it was indeed a bee, he let go of his business and started (laughs) flailing around his hands to get the bee out of his way. He's moving all around. He forgot at that time to stop peeing, so he spread his gift all over my side in the bathroom floor. Stop! I shouted, but alas, it was too late, and yeah. so I needed to spend the rest of my break cleaning myself uh. up. As everyone says, I hope this makes it on the show. Yeah, Timothy Singenstreu St. from Orville, Ohio. That's hilarious. That's crazy. That's scary. I can You know, you can't stop that once it starts. No matter no, how old No, especially
2: you are, right? if you're scared. If there's a, a freaking <laughs> bee after you, or or as we said, a blee, a blee. <laughs> I'd like to tell a slightly different version of this story where, okay. where a blee comes in. Ooh, I'm Mr. <laughs> blee. Hello, boys and girls. Oh, I can see you're both urinating there. This isn't awkward at all that I'm a huge costume character here at the camp. Oh, blee. Hello, Mr. Blee. Oh, turn back around. You're wetting me down, son. Ooh. <laughs> a blee says, bluzz, bluzz oh <laughs> mr blee all right well this one <laughs> great my, my wife did that just the other day and i can't remember what it was it was um uh, oh oh okay so culver's has these tickets on their bags yeah. and you can trade one of them you can keep one and they're called scoopy tokens
3: scoopy tokens yeah scoopy tokens. On the, back of the kids meals
2: yeah and if you save 10 of them you can get like a a uh, Culver's basketball or a football or, you know, a Culver's water bottle or, you know, a Frisbee or something like that. And then the other yeah. ticket is for a free scoop of ice cream. So we end up with a lot of these tickets left over and we went just last night to have dinner over there. And my wife was counting up the scoopy tickets scoopy. and she, and she couldn't keep it straight in her mouth. And she's called them <laughs> scoopy tokens because <laughs> they're called t- scoopy tokens and she said, "Scoopy Toucans," and I'm like, "What are we in the jungle with big, you know, to- with toucans?" <laughs> That's what it sounded like she was Coopy talking. About. Scoopy Toucans, Scoopy Toucans. So, <laughs> Mr. Blee and the Scoopy Toucans. All yeah, right, yeah, they must be friends from the same jungle, same same area. Uh, this one's called Dylan Rocks, and it comes from a uh, from a guy named Tyson. And and I'm going to tell you in, a, in advance, a guy named D- Dylan gets uh, abused in this story. So, hmm. hi, James and John, my name is Tyson Jones, and I'm 15, and I've been listening to that story show for about one week, and I love it. Oh. And that's going to make everybody mad. You know why? Because there's been people that have listened to this show for years, and they haven't had a story put on the show. And this guy oh. gets it on in the first <laughs> I've week. <been>
3: listening <laughs> for a whole week, guys.
2: <laughs> that's Man. just going to ruin. Everybody's going to hate me now. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Tyson. Anyway, it makes everything better, especially exercise. I have a story to share, (laughs) and I hope that it makes it on. Of course, that's what everybody says. I call call this story The Rock. Uh, I call it Dylan Rocks. But anyway, (laughs) and I'm the boss of the show. So about six years ago, me and my friend Dylan were really obsessed with rock collecting, and we would pick up random Mm -hmm. rocks that we found around the street and we would bring them home and crack them on the road by throwing them down. Nice. Yeah, that was the part of the story that I was like, really? That's what we do with our collected rocks? Do we yeah, smash man. them to bits? I don't know. I would collect rocks on the inside. that had, you know, nice looks about them. I never thought that I could crack them open. I don't know what part of the country he lives in, but apparently... There's a, there's a magic kinder surprise in there or something. I don't know. <laughs> so, surprise.
3: Yeah. Maybe it's a blee.
2: Yeah. If if we thought that they were, were worthy, then we kept them um, after we cracked them open. Dylan lived just up the hill from me, so he w- we would hang out all the time. And he had passed a rock patch on the ground on the way home from school, so we decided to hit it up. We're going to hit up the rock patch. <laughs> Let's go hang out at the rock patch. Let's do we it. Can break. Let's break them. We each grabbed a plastic bag and went to explore this rugged piece of nature conveniently located in the middle of our suburban neighborhood. We grabbed Mm -hmm. rocks and we put them in our bags for about 10 minutes, and then we walked down to my house, which was the only flat road in the area. We had become pretty experienced with the rock collecting and cracking business to the point where we had discovered that throwing the rocks diagonally toward the curb was a much better way of cracking the rocks. (laughs) Wow! now being the dumb fourth graders we were we didn't think about the risks (laughs) I was almost finished with my bag when I picked up what I like to call the rock it was greenish and circular and it looked promising well I threw that rock like no other rock before and it bounced off that curb like a screaming missile and when it found its target it happened to be my friend's face oh no yes 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 (laughs) He immediately threw his hands to his face and said, Ow! And we started to run towards my house when my mother threw open the door. She had actually witnessed the entire event. Of course he did. That's what parents do. They catch up. So just the right time. We ran onto my porch, Dylan holding his face and dripping blood on the porch as we ran inside to clean him up. I remained outside, awaiting my impending doom. My mom came to meet me with a creepily calm voice and announced that i needed to go look for his tooth (laughs) his missing tooth i never found it by the way Mm. dylan eventually got cleaned up enough to where he was able to walk to his house i was never so scared in my life his mom later told us that the tooth he lost was a permanent one oh no that meant he needed a fake tooth i have never oh. thrown a rock down on the curb again since that moment well good at least you learned something and i've also never found that tooth thanks for listening to my story and i hope it makes it on the show <laughs> Tyson, we need to have a little bell that rings every time somebody says that <laughs> yeah i hope it makes it on the show
3: <laughs> I program my lights to flash every time somebody says it. Oh, man. Wow. What, Poor Dylan.
2: What are you throwing rocks down for? I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm from Florida. Our rocks are are solid all the way yeah. through.
3: And in Georgia, our rocks are made out of clay, so they just kind of smash.
2: Yeah. And just fall apart and really. disintegrate. Yeah. Anyway, read <laughs> us the story, John.
3: All right. This comes to us from Monique in Meriden. Is that Idaho ID? I think so. Yeah. India? Um, Oh, I think it's Idaho. Idaho. Okay. That's way out West. Monique says, we had family visiting from out of town when I was nine years old. And we'd never been to a Costco. And they introduced us to the muffins. You know, those oversized pastries that come in 12 packs. Do you know about this? We, I have a Costco right across the street. I
2: I've never mm. been in a Costco before. It's like a Sam's. Yeah, but yeah. are they known They're, for pastries?
3: You know, I don't recall. To be honest, I I you know when we get these big trays of of like muffins and stuff like that, they always come from Sam's. So I know oh, okay. Sam's.
2: Have, okay, I just uh, I thought it might be a Costco. I, she says it like it's a Costco thing, and I've I've never you know, been a Costco shopper. So I didn't know.
3: Well, maybe way out there in Idaho or the other state that can be abbreviated. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Whichever <laughs> id you're
2: from. You. Yeah.
3: <laughs> um, Let's see. Sorry.
2: Sorry about um, that.
3: Yeah. I, I, I digress or regress or I do something. Anyways, um, they, they come in the big 12 packs and, and they're so good, she says. So that night, while my parents were going to bed, I asked them if I could have a muffin. They said, no, you cannot have one. So I left and I headed to watch TV, which required that I walk through the kitchen while eyeing those delicious muffins. The next morning, my parents woke, uh, went to make coffee and noticed that one bite had been taken out of each muffin. At first, my mom thought it was a mouse. And then they turned to me and said, why have you taken a bite out of everyone in the pack? My response, of course, because you said I couldn't have one muffin.
2: Oh, That's
3: my story. Hope oh. it makes you laugh. Keep up the soothing stories.
2: <laughs> <laughs> soothing stories. <laughs> no.
3: <laughs> Was that a reference to that thing I did a couple weeks ago?
2: Yeah, I think so. No, we're, uh. we don't want to be known for soothing stories. <laughs> we want to be edgy. Monique, the sneak. Uh, Sneak. I just, I just can't get away from this girl who thought it would be hilarious to take one bite out of each muffin because I wasn't allowed to have one muffin. I, I, my mom would beat my butt so hard. I would never live past this this little dad joke moment. I wouldn't, I wouldn't survive. So. I would be be in trouble. I would have been abused. (laughs) Fatally. Fatally abused. So, Monique, I'm glad you made it. That story was called Monique the Sneak, by the way, just in case. Some people really like the titles. Anyway, this one's called IMS. In 1990, I entered sixth grade, and within a week of being there, I started receiving letters from this pretty blonde girl that sat to my left in the back of the class. I will change her name to protect the innocent. Christina began writing me to say that a girl in our class had a crush on me. And this was completely new territory for me. And I really didn't know how to respond other than to write back, well, who is it? In her return letter, she began to write the initials IMS with hearts surrounding the cryptic message. She told me that I had to guess what it meant. And hmm. see, that's where it all goes south because guys are dumb. it's true (laughs) we are so dumb
3: you gotta guess
2: what it means never figure it out ever so i literally went through every single girl in the class sending her notes every time and it was every girl and and it was always no was the response this went on for a few weeks mind you and each time the ims got a little more intense like she had broken the lead on the pencil bearing down (laughs) on the paper (laughs) ims I wasn't the I, I wasn't the quickest runner in the race, but even then I was sensing some serious frustration. <laughs> I was yeah, I think I was so nervous, <laughs> but I started to see the light. It was clearly Christina that liked me, but I just couldn't bring myself as humble as I must have been to name her. Actually, I was just scared out of my wits. What if it wasn't her? What if it had yeah. been someone I had overlooked? This could all go Mm. south very quickly. I mean, I had to sit by this girl (laughs) for the remainder of the year. Finally, in a fit of fury, she tossed me one last-ditch letter in my direction like a hand grenade. This one was an all-or-nothing type of moment, I guess. She had been diligently working on this thing instead of her math (laughs) problems for a good 20 minutes. Opening it up, the note read, "...in letters as large as the page..." And nearly torn through to the other side. IMS <laughs> means it's me, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> never never would have guessed stupid. that. Stupid. Never. <laughs> Apparently, she had found me stupid from the first meeting because the secret <laughs> message had not changed over time. It was, I, it was, it's me, stupid from the first one. Yeah. So one can only speculate, but you know that was fine because Christina had picked me as her first middle school love interest. And we both thought it was going to be an endless love from Dylan endless Higgins. Love.
3: Yeah. That's Dylan. That's the same Dylan Higgins that, uh, the Higgins effect. We named the Higgins effect. Yeah. After. So, so that thanks that, for writing
2: that. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it.
3: Oh man. Yeah. It's me stupid. I think I got to believe that girl did that on purpose. She knew cause you know, girls mature faster than guys do and their mental capacities are well I'll just say they're much more advanced than ours most of the time, right. um so she probably that was probably her whole thing to lure him into her you know her her wiles or whatever well,
2: of course it was because if she wasn't trying to lure or while, she would have just said hey i I like you. I have a crush yeah. on you, but no, Check the box if you like me too she, she writes a story that says there's a girl in here that likes you." And then that hooks the guy. The guy's like, okay, then, then who is it? Mm -hmm. And then she's got you. And she can, uh, she can play with you like a puppet on the end of a string, uh, or a rat on the end of a string,
3: (laughs) (laughs) a mouse in a cage.
2: Yeah. Any, any kind of thing like that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, thanks Dylan for sending it in. I, uh, I hope things worked out for you guys. I, I hope you had a long and beautiful relationship. Yeah, on uh, you know, just based on the, the 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 foundation that was laid on the uh, stupid thing. That yeah, she, she called you stupid from day one. Um,
3: she thought she's stupid.
2: I'm sure it lasted a long time.
3: A long time, as long as he complied to the stupidity, right? Yes. <laughs> I got another. I got a great story here. It's uh, it's his preschool patoot. And it comes to us from Julie Bromstead. Our family is the type that is in church every Sunday, and our boys are usually very well behaved. One Sunday, our younger son, Sam, was in Sunday school. His three-year-old heart was very upset when another child, quote unquote, stole his spot on the floor.
2: oh that's fighting words right there. <laughs> yeah,
3: you know, three-year-olds, they, they're very territorial. You yep. know, you take their toys, that's it. You just, you've got to know, learn to share. And Three-year-olds are doing that. Well, to show his displeasure with the situation, he removed himself from the group and went to sit at a table. One of the volunteers followed Sam and tried to talk to him. The lead teacher, though, she had to begin the story and uh, move along with the lesson for the day uh, for the children. The volunteer, though, continued uh, attempts to convince Sam that he needed to find a spot on the floor, but Sam refused. The leader was doing her lesson, but noticed some of the children looking wide-eyed over in Sam's direction. She followed their gaze and could hardly contain her laughter when she saw that Sam had pulled down the back of his pants, displaying a full moon.
2: Goodness gracious. <laughs> they start so young, don't they? They start so <laughs> He's Like I'm going to show them <laughs> my butt. Just just from instinct alone. No one had ever shown him this, you know, that no. this was a possible way to offend a ton of people at the same time. He's three years old. He's never seen this He's in a movie or anything, you know? He's not dreams. hanging out with teenagers on a Friday night learning this stuff. Yeah. This came out of his dark soul, his little three-year-old <laughs> demon soul. Demon soul. <laughs> it
3: did. Poor three-year-old kid. He's innocent, man. Yeah, he's exactly.
2: So he's That's why he's pulling down his behind for everybody to see.
3: I will show them my plumber's smile. <laughs> well, uh, Julie continues on. You can imagine how mortified I was after church when she told me what happened. All I could think was, how would he even know how to do such a thing? <laughs> exactly. exactly. what we were saying. Yeah. How <laughs> would he know? I mean, gee whiz kids they pick up the darndest things huh yeah well thankfully everyone involved saw the humor in the situation yeah uh, when we got home though Sam experienced the swift hand of justice applied <laughs> to the seat of knowledge
2: you know pull down your pants boy pull down now. yeah <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: I want to give your buns a high five <laughs>
2: yeah
3: <laughs> <laughs> she says it was a humbling experience for our family in a day we will never forget. Hopefully, Sam will remember that lesson
2: too. Oh, gosh. See, when he's in high school. <laughs> that's why you can't Julie. go to a church for too long. Because if you go to a church for too long, <laughs> you, get, you get old ladies that are like, I used to change your diapers in preschool, you know, in, 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 uh, in the nursery. Yeah. And, and this guy, this kid's going to grow up and he's like, Oh, I remember when you mooned the entire Sunday school. <laughs> it's time to change churches, Julie. Yeah. Trust me. Do it for your son's sake. It's not too late. <laughs> you can start over in a fresh place. <laughs> right. And just uh, put put a lock and key on that belt around his waist. <laughs>
3: Just tell him to show his displeasure in different oh,
2: yeah. ways. <laughs> There's got to be some other way. He's very creative, though. Very creative Stop kid. He, he's just got devil in him, is all that's the problem. Well, anyway, that's our show. <laughs> Do you have a funny life story? Have you ever called your wife a stupid bench? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> have you told the whole world that your poop was green? Hey, had a kid did you have a kid dance around while peeing all over you or have you ever (laughs) knocked out your friend's permanent truth because you're a stupid kid who bounces rocks off the ground ever got 12 whoopings because you took 12 muffins instead of just eating one have you taken way too long to figure out that the cute girl next at the next desk is trying to tell you she likes you? Have you ever had your perfect Sunday school, preschool, or moon everyone from pure instinct? Whatever your story is, send your stories, email or audio to thatstoryshow at gmail.com. And if we use your story, we owe you a sticker, so email us your address. ThatStoryshow.com is the website. Review us in Apple Podcast or wherever you listen to us. And thanks to our patrons for your support with special thanks to our producers, James Spangler, Jennifer Kinison, Eric Kube, Yanu Streespec, and Carrie Wright. Join the club and get more from your favorite podcast today at patreon.com slash And listen, listen, remember. When something weird, annoying, embarrassing, or painful happens to you, don't get upset, don't get stressed, and don't get depressed. Just think, hey, this belongs on that story show. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks, John. Thanks, James. You're the best, man. You're the best. I'm
3: going to send some love please your way.
2: That stupid bench. (laughs) Get yourself in trouble.